Hello, and welcome to Hush Plus One. I'm your host, Adam Kruckenberg, and this week we have a very recent interview with the graffiti artist and designer Olga Correa. You can take a look at her striking work on her Instagram, which is Olga Correa underscore art. And she's part of a show that's happening through this weekend at 205 Allen Street called Stocks and Bombs. Please excuse the pandemic audio quality, but I hope you enjoy this conversation I had with Olga as much as I did. Hi, my name is Olga Correa. I'm a native Bronx, New Yorker. I'm an artist, a female graffiti artist at that. I've lived in the Bronx all my life. I'm a graduate of art and design, high school of art and design, and a graduate of uh, fashion FIT. I always been an artist. So were you always doing graffiti as your your original style, at least? Yes, I've always done graffiti. Actually, it was really it thing to do in art and design for the fact that we actually were taught different typeset of letterings, drafting. It became just so much more. A lot of my friends were doing it. I was in, in art and design in the 80s and Lady Pink Mayors, which is Carlos, so many graffiti artists, legend graffiti artists. Now we were kids back then, so it was the it thing to do. So you knew all these people when you were just a kid in like elementary school and it, junior high and stuff like absolutely. that. Absolutely in high school, yeah. A uh, Bill Blast. We were all classmates. It was an amazing time. So where did you go to high school? High school of art and design. And that's really competitive yeah. getting into that. Yeah. So you managed to get into that school and with all of these other graffiti artists and future art. Big names. Absolutely. Yes. It, to enter that school, you had to compete and they would choose one out of 10. So it's very competitive. So when I got there, it was these amazing artists already. And also just artists that you can train. I remember one of my classes, the professor said, oh, congratulations, you made it. He said, you were blessed with this uh, talent. Now we're here to tweak it and uh, make it your own so you can make a career out of it. And that's that's amazing. with me. I was just like, oh, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> did you know that you were artistic when you were very young? Yes, I did. My mother, it's is she's an artistic person, also my grandmother, and there was seamstress, so I would help them do patterns. We all drew, we all drew, we were very talented. My uncle painted, so it was natural. I didn't realize that I had something special until I got to junior high school and one of my teachers was very, I was painfully shy. So one of my teachers was like, I, I, I know you're not tuning out, but I always see you sketching. You like art? And I said, yeah. And he was like, have you thought about going to a high school that is geared towards art? And I had no idea. I'm from the South Bronx. I, I just didn't know about all these wonderful schools in sure. Manhattan. And he 
had a conversation with my mom and he would take me on Saturdays to Central Park and I would paint just sceneries. And he actually helped me put a portfolio together. And he actually used his own money because I didn't have money. <laughs> that's not a that's not a cheap thing to do, especially. No, it's not. Yeah. When I got to FIT, I realized, wow, like materials are so expensive. So you did high school and you knew at that point you were going to do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. I said, this is the key. This is the key for me to elevate and do what I want to do and have the money to do what I want to do. I, I knew this, sure. that was my career. Now, exactly what I was going to do, I wasn't sure of it, but I knew what I was going to do was going to be phenomenal and I'm going to live well. That's amazing. So you've got a really distinct style. Did that style come out early? Very early. I actually, one of the courses from um, High School of Art and Design was cartooning because we had rotational classes and you have to try different courses and kind of pinpoint what you wanted to do in senior year. So one of the course was cartooning. I created my character and I've had that since I, since I was young, but I really defined it when I got to high school. And actually, the gallery showing that I have in Casita Maria, I have my original Lee jacket that I painted in the back in 1980, and it has my character. She Amazing. just developed over the years, of course. I mean, your character is you, right? Yes, absolutely. And you've just got this version of you that's all style showing up in all your work starting from when you started making work. What best character than myself? I, right. I knew early on in in doing this, it's almost like Nike. You don't see the, the name Nike anymore, but you see the swish and it's Nike. And right. that's what I wanted to brand myself. So you immediately had this instinct to brand yourself. Absolutely. Like that. Absolutely. And that's a thing that a lot of people talk about with graffiti specifically. It's so incredibly brand oriented. But I want to talk about I want to talk about doing street art specifically. Okay. Did you start doing that with your friends in high school? I did try to. Now, when you would do graffiti, it was almost grouped into uh, little crews. I was from the Bronx uh -huh. and there really wasn't a lot of folks from the Bronx that I hung out with. Everyone was from Brooklyn. And one thing you didn't do was cross boroughs and tag in someone else's <laughs> neighborhood. Right. I never really got into it for the simple fact that my friends were all from Brooklyn. And it was just like, I can't go tag with them. I'm from the Bronx. And also, <laughs> in my limit. head, I knew that I didn't want to get arrested. I didn't want a criminal record. For sure, for I wanted sure. to go to college. I wanted to be successful. And my mother said, you have to make a decision. So very early on, I actually started doing walls in, in people's apartments because my jacket oh, wow. actually toured the country and and. I can't remember the gallery, but they took my jacket and toured and they contacted her and I got really a lot of work early on and I knew I had a market. So I would paint kids' bedrooms with characters. I do I would do stores early on. This is in the eighties. I didn't even understand really wow. the concept, but I knew I was good. 
So I always took it out the street and marketed myself early on. Were you getting paid for it at that yes. point? Yes. Very good money awesome. too. That's how I yeah. got, that's how I got to afford paint and that stuff is not cheap. Yeah. So, you know, that's how I maintained and I got to go to college and I continued. So when you went to college, you went to FIT, right? FIT, yes. What did you study there and how did that change your trajectory? I studied general illustration for the simple fact I could actually paint anything and draw anything. And from high school of art and design, I developed how to paint in different mediums, different, just different things. So I wanted a general source of when I graduate, I'll figure it out. And I, I, I took general illustration. My second year of FIT, my professor said, I think you need to go into fashion illustration. And I said, oh, I was just like, I don't want to draw clothing. I want to draw everything from album covers to stamps. Like I was doing everything. And I was uh -huh. like, no, I want to do a little bit of everything. And she said, your concept of drapery is so good. I'm telling you, you should go into fashion. And actually, that came because of my mom and my grandmother being seamstress. We couldn't afford drapes, like really fancy drapes. So they would take me uh -huh. as a child to Bloomingdale's and I would draw the drapes and then my mom would make them at home. So that's why I really had the knowledge of how to do from wool to silk and make it look like. And my professor said, I tell you what, because she knew I love challenges. She said, let me change your major. For half a semester, if you don't like it, I'll switch it back. But I think you're making a mistake. <laughs> and I said, all right, fine. What do I get out of it? <laughs> and she was like, trust me, whatever you want, but just let me do that. And I went into the field, into the course, and I realized, because I don't like sewing, I do have the skill set to sew. To be a fashion designer, you don't have to. And no one told me this. So then I said, oh, I can be a designer and not sew. Oh, yeah, I like this. I actually like this. <laughs> you, you draw these things. Yeah. I can draw these things. And, 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 and Antonio Lopez was one of my inspiration, fashion illustrator. And he would come to the classroom because Avaro was actually a classmate of mine and they were friends. And he sat down and he talked to us and... Alvaro, thank you, Alvaro. He actually got me a couple of gigs um, going to uh, Lord and Taylor's. I did the Mrs. Line and wow. J. Crew. I did the, the ladies' lines for many years, many years. And I fell in love with fashion illustration. And I thank my professor. <laughs> I said, it's amazing how easy it is for me to walk into an agency, open my portfolio, and they're like, oh, wow, yeah, okay, yeah, we want you. So I had to thank her. I'm like, I really didn't know that I was just that good when it came to fashion. So that's, and I, and I was in fashion illustration for 15 years. And was that the only thing you were doing in agency world, or uh, did you... For the 15 years after graduating FIT, I did. I put in the back burner graffiti and everything else because it consumed you. Sure. Making a whole line for a designer takes a lot. It's long. When back in the day when you would go to Fashion Week, it was everyone from the industry. It wasn't famous people. And you had to attend these things. And you had to network. 
And we would get our cotton from Cairo in the time frame when I would send my sketches. It was 11 o'clock p.m. there. It was four o'clock hours. And we had turkey. I'm working almost like all night long. So, yeah, everything else was put in a back burner. And wow. I just concentrated in fashion illustration. So as a shy kid, how was that being in this intensely social world and trying to schmooze with people and things like that? It was tough, but the confidence I had behind my work was the only way you would get me to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so one of Mr. Coleman, which was my boss for Elko Imports, we did imports, he would have me in a conference meeting and he couldn't ask the question of what I needed from the consumer on how to do the whole line of that season. So I had to learn how to talk. I had to learn to ask the questions. The backhand, he would say, if you get nervous, just write it down and read it. And I just got so comfortable because I knew that what I was doing was really good, especially when I saw people's reactions. And that kind of ease my nerves. It, it does help to know that you're incredibly talented. So later you went back into the initial graffiti illustration away from the fashion illustration. I, after I left the fashion world, I actually started a family, stayed home, wanted to have those first five years with my daughter. I actually did freelance from home. Mm-hmm. And then I decided, okay, the, the, the problem with working in the art field, you don't have health benefits. <laughs> and having right. a child, you need health benefits. So I actually took a city job and kind of put everything in the back burner again, completely everything. And then I, I, I started going to art galleries again and getting reintroduced to old friends and fell in love with art again. And I'm like, this would be a great stress reliever from the hectic work that I do for the city. And I started painting again. I started drawing again. I started going to art shows. I started reintroducing myself to what's out now. And I didn't realize that graffiti went from just us kids scribbling to major galleries all over the world. And I'm like, I can do this. Where have I been? What? And that's where it took off again. And you don't lose. It's almost riding a bike. You never sure, lose your sure. skill set. It just looks more mature when I look at my character, though. It's quite interesting to see her now. She's grown up with you. Yes, she has. So tell me a little bit about what it was like to get back into art through that direction and some of the trajectory of this part of your career. Like I stated, I, I started going to art galleries. Right, right. I met a beautiful woman, Blanca, and I would go to her galleries, really intimate. It's actually her apartment and she converts it into a gallery. And a good friend of mine, Jason Keeling, that graduated from High School of Art and Design and FIT. He's a phenomenal artist now. He travels all over the world. He said to me, oh, she's a really good friend of mine. We had a collab a long time ago. Introduce yourself to her. And I said, I really love her work. He said, just 
tell her. And so when I met her, full circle in Casita Maria, I went to her solo show. She was like, yeah, I always see you like my stuff on social media. Where did we meet before? I said, we haven't. I said, you Jason Keeling, a friend of mine. And she was like, oh, yes. She said, I see you in my gallery all the time. That's so sweet. And then the light bulb hit. She asked me like a couple of months later, she said, wait a minute, if you Jason, you pro- and you said you went to school with him, you must be an artist. I was like, yeah, I used to draw and I told a little history. And she said, do me a favor. Can you bring me some of your stuff? And I said, oh, wow. All the portfolios I have are when I was in that industry. I don't have anything new, but just a couple of sketches that I do during lunchtime on my desk. So I put those together in a little binder on in a sleeve and I brought it to her and she was blown away just from the sketches that I yeah. do during my break. It just black and white ink. She was blown away and she's, I'm going to give you a solo show on March because your woman character is so powerful. I was like, really? I know she is, but I thought just these simple 15 minute sketches. Wow. And then I said, I don't have any canvas that have nothing. She said, you have a month. I pushed it out. Once again, I love a challenge. (laughs) Oh, I painted all night long. So I actually... I think I gave her about 25 to 38 by 8 canvases. I figured if I make them small, I can really push them out. And that was one of her biggest shows. It's 333A3 Gallery. That was one of her biggest shows. And I sold out all my canvases. Oh, that's amazing. Which so that gave just me the confidence. changed everything. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, can, I still got it. Crash one. He has a gallery, Warworks. He actually closed his gallery and brought everyone over. I had Aldea, Cyanide. I had all these legends in my show. And I'm like, I was blown away. Wow. Blown away. Shiro, she's a Japanese graffiti writer. She brought her friend from Switzerland off the plane with her luggage. Like, I had amazing people. And the takeaway from this was I supported them by going to their galleries. And they said, you support us. Why not support you? So really, the universe, if you really get, you support someone, you will get it back. I really believe that because that was just a testament right there. Yeah, it, it doesn't hurt the fact that you're also incredibly talented oh, at what you, you do. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, they were um, going ah. They were like, we didn't even know you drew. Like, where did what? Why did you hide this? That's and so, a, how long ago was that? The show was three years ago. I really just started so, painting so again recent. three years ago. You've just yeah, you're just back in with a new career. Yes, all absolutely. of a sudden, absolutely. And you had a number of other shows. You had one in Chicago. I had one in Chicago with Scheme. He's from the movie Wild Wild Style. He actually, because of my solo show, he followed me on Instagram and he hit me up and he was like, you're so powerful. And he also has a character of himself when he does graffiti. He's like, you're so similar to mine. And I don't see too many men take women under their wings. He's And I want to invite you to a, a show in Chicago. And of course, like, he's one of my legends. I was like, really? I'm that good? <laughs> he was like, yes. And so we had a show in Chicago two years ago, going almost on two years ago. 
And I once again, I was the first one to sell a painting. And he said, I know why I picked you. He said, I told you, you're going to do fine. Yeah, so that was People see your work, and it's the thing that really speaks to them. Yes. And my first painting was actually a Japanese painting on a wood, all brown tones. And I asked the buyer, I said, what attracted you? Because I love that. I wonder why you chose that. She said, I studied in Japan. And she said, I just love just all the tones. And she said, I just love the the culture in itself. She said, and there's something warm about your painting. So it, it touches different people different ways, which is really interesting. So, yes. So obviously this last year has been a challenge for everybody with with the pandemic and everything. What's that been like for you? And what have you been doing with your work during that time? We, once again, Scheme and the crew, we were supposed to have a travel show. And we were hitting Manhattan, Brooklyn, and then going to Atlanta. So everything was put in a halt. So no, no shows as far as us traveling was able to we was we wasn't able to do but then the viral show started popping up and i was once again invited so i didn't miss a step i showed my stuff virally and i was still invited to galleries and and i was prepared because i had so much work already so i didn't miss a step but the only thing is a lot of consumers want to see the painting in person and I physically and it's hard to sell it uh over the internet unless they already know your work and and they're a fan but which i i do a lot of uh, commission work and they already know my work so i don't lose out there but as far as having a gallery do it viral it's difficult you miss that you miss the the interaction with folks but yeah i I haven't lost the beat thank god (laughs) That's amazing. What are you looking forward to in the next bit? I know that hopefully you got your vaccine, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. I, I just got mine too. But what are your plans for the near future? What kind of stuff are you working on? I'm working on merchandise, which I'm having so much fun. Once again, Crash, I love him. He has, besides Warworks, he has Warworks too, which is like a boutique. And for two years, he's been like, come on, Olga, I need T-shirts. I need your T-shirt. I need your image. Yeah, because he has Shiro there. And he was like, I need more women. And he's also really about empowering women. And one day he was, because I love going to his shows. It's a current show now. And what is her name? She's a wonderful Alice, wonderful artist. I went to see Alice and... He pulled me to the side. He said, just email me just an image that you want on the shirt. And he actually got all the shirts done. And he's having a pop-up show this weekend. And you can purchase my t-shirts. So merch is my new thing now. Amazing. Yeah. I do stickers and everyone is screaming for pins. So that's my next venture. I'm going to do pins. Yeah. Where do we find where do we find these things? I want to uh, uh, let our well, listeners know. Okay, Wallworks is at 15 Canal Place in the Bronx. You can take the 6 to 3rd Avenue and 138th Street and walk up. And it's Wallworks. It's a gallery and within the gallery there's another room and there's a boutique and there's plenty of 
merch that you can buy from books to just original paintings, skateboards. Oh, there's a new thing. I painted on a skateboard for the first time. I think that's cool. There's so many things in that store and from so many legends as well. So you can purchase many things. So that's my... I, I remember. I remember when you were giving a presentation to everybody at Hush, you were showing some shoes that you actually, you painted on. Yes. I was invited to a fashion show in the Bronx. It's actually a center on Hunts Point. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I think it's Hunts Point Center. And they have so many different things. They have like summer camp, community things. They uh, they have the farmers market, and they also have creative gatherings. They have they don't drink, so it's not paint and sip. I think it's just paint and talk. And uh, <laughs> and they had a fashion show, and a couple of legends were there, and and they say, hey Olga, what? Why don't you join in? And I was in the midst of doing another gallery. And so I decided just to do the shoes. And how do I incorporate my image, my character in the shoes? So I picked a nude kind of high heel and I created her face. And then the heel is actually my braid. And yeah, that was a hit. As soon as the the model came out, they were like, oh, we were trying to figure out how you're going to pull this off. And it was really cool. It was really nice. Hopefully we'll get a, a picture of that on our post with this. Yes, so I can, can actually send that. you a video as well. Oh, nice. I'd love to see that. Okay, great. And uh, I just followed you on Instagram. You get to see all sorts of cool things that you're painting as you paint them. As I paint them, yes. And, and super awesome. Yeah, I, I have two, but that one I incorporate just what I, I'm working on and what I've mm -hmm. chose that I've been in. So that way it's just quick and easy and you can just look at my work. Cause the other yeah, one I, is... I, I do too. I do too myself because <laughs> one's for music and the other is entirely just pictures of my family. And yeah, <laughs> me too. Like, see, so. You'll see a lot of me walking my dog or what I ate for the day. So <laughs> I don't want to see all of that. <laughs> like, to take, like to take pictures of food. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so this one is just, hey, let me see your work. And I'll gear, I, I direct them to that Instagram and it's easy. You just stroll through and you'll see exactly what I'm doing. Do you have anything you want to, some advice you want to give uh, young people trying to do art in the world or anything like that before we go? Yeah, absolutely. Please don't try to emulate someone else. Now, if there's a technique that someone is using, yes, incorporate it and give that, that person the flowers. Tell them, say, hey, I really like that technique. I'm going to try it. And when you try the technique, it's actually going to be different than the person, but the technique might enhance your work. So mm -hmm. don't be afraid to, to take someone's technique. And if the person, please give them the flower and say, hey, I really incorporated that into my skill set. Practice every day, even if you just sketch on a book. I have, I don't have a diary. I have a book that I consider a diary and I sketch every day. It can be just five minutes. One of the, the things that I uh, was taught at FIT is to sketch five 10, 20, 30, and keep going and you'll see your development. And that's about it. And just, you're not going to know what you're going to do with it at the beginning. 
that'll come at the end. You can't predict mm-hmm. what it's going to come out to be, but be confident in what you're doing and just practice. Just just keep doing it. Oh, and go to museum, please. I, 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 oh, nice. <laughs> please go to museum. I, I can't stress that enough. I just went to the Brooklyn Museum. Go to just anything, any museum. You'll be so surprised because it's, it, it's just a little seed that's implanted in your brain. And when you paint, it will come out. It will come out. And you have to see other artists. And so, challenge yourself to something that you're not comfortable with. Yeah, for sure. What are your favorite museums in New York? Right now, it's the, actually the Brooklyn Museum. Oh, That's my great goodness. Museum. Oh, amazing. amazing museum. And just they just have a lot of more current artists. Uh-huh. And I like that. It keeps me young and on my feet. <laughs> so I, 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 I love it. I think Brooklyn Museum, it was a natural, New York Natural Museum, um, History Museum was natural my favorite. History, yeah. Right. That was a, that, that's one that I've been obsessed with since I was a little yeah, kid. I love that. Yeah, my the kids. The room I, with the giant sloths and stuff like that. And if you go in the, in the basement, they have uh, uh, jewels, all different types of rocks. And, you, you know, diamonds come in so many various colors that you uh-huh. wouldn't even imagine. That's how much I go there. Like, I know from the top to the bottom. But now it's the Brooklyn Museum. I think it's, it's, it's more more youthful, more young. Uh-huh. And, and it's really, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful place to go to. I just went to the Claws show. Oh, amazing. Jeez, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Olga, uh, thank you so much for talking with me today. Pleasure. I can't wait to see what you do next and for your next several careers. Thank you. However they exist. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>